Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. Good morning. So good to see you this morning. Smile at your neighbor, man. Makes them feel better, all right? And it'll make you feel better. Come on, smile at them. Tell them you look good this morning. Let them know you're glad they're sitting near you. Praise God. I'm glad you're here. If this is your first time with us at Faith or New, we always just want to say we're excited that God sent you this way today. I, I was made aware that Brittany has Emberlin. Is that right? For the very first time in the house. Is she, is she, can we see her? Is she in there somewhere? Oh, look at that little thing. Little miracles. Man, I love them. We... We fruitful multiply around here, and we just love it, and uh, God's good. He's faithful, first command to us, and so, but man, it's just always exciting, and uh, and if this is your first time, you've slid in here, and it's the first time maybe in-house, maybe you at home, this is your first time worshiping with us. We, we're glad you're here. So, Faith Family, let all of our first-time guests know you're glad they came this way today. Man, make yourself at home. We'll do this. Anybody bring a Bible to church? All right. Turn with me, if you would, to Matthew chapter 9. Matthew chapter 9. And um, Matthew's where we're going to be spending most of our time today. And uh, I believe there's maybe one other passage out of Matthew, but Matthew is where we'll be hanging out at most of the time. If you uh, are a version Bible app user, you can do this. Click on more and then events and actually follow right along right there from your device and follow right along with me in this message. But Matthew chapter 9, verses 35 through 38, it says this, Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, this is a very well-known passage, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. We'll do something a little bit different this morning. You ever watched a movie where they show the the ending and then it's like two weeks earlier? Two hours ago, this out. We're going to be flashing back a little bit before these verses in just a few moments, and look what was, look what took place, and see what happened prior to this statement. And so today, I hope we can just go with me on this journey. But let's pray first, and let's just ask the Lord to have His way. God, thank you. Thank you so much, Lord, for just being with us in this room, God. According to your word, by your spirit, you're here right now. And so, God, I thank you. That means you hear us. And, Lord, you're at work in our lives. And we thank you for being our healer. And we honor you in Jesus' holy name. Would you say it, church? Amen. 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 Well, today, we're in a series called Why. Tell your neighbor, we're in a series called Why. All right? Let them know right now. We're in a series called why and um i love it it's been fun we've been learning about why we do what we do as a church why we believe what we believe and just learning more about who we are last week i shared a message called why 
healing. And uh, man, I tell you, we watched God heal people last week and watched him move and work in some amazing ways. And today, uh, the why is this, why healing? Part two, all right? And so uh, the sequel, I I, I just, I was, it was one of those things this week, I couldn't get away from this. And I really feel like it's because there's some more people that need to be healed. Whew. There's just more people that need to be healed. You're going to learn today that there's more people that need to be healed even through you. And so today, again, we're going to hang out here and just dig in a little bit deeper. And I've, I've saw this happen. When a word goes forth and you're open to that word and you're, you're ready to receive the word of God when that is spoken, it does something. It will produce in your life a revelation. And so a revelation is a revealing. And, and so the word of God will bring revelation into your life and it will reveal to you more about who God is. And so I believe this, it is that revelation that comes from the Word of God that will produce for us manifestation in our life. And so it is the very thing that produces the result of what we believed in that was first established upon His Word. Amen? And so that's what God wants to do is get that Word active in our life. And so in this series, we have been like looking at why's like, why prayer? Why pray? Why fast? Why go after God in faith? And uh, it's, it's amazing. I just thought the Holy Spirit just spoke to my heart that those are ingredients for the miraculous. And so as we've been putting together in place pieces of this series, I believe it's going to produce manifestation of things in our life, man, that we're in desperate need of. Amen. And so we're going to see God do that. So I shared this. Um, this is what we believe, first of all, just from our statement of faith when it comes to healing This is what we believe. We believe in divine healing. Come on. Amen. We believe in divine healing. We just do. It it is this. Divine provision was made for the physical, mental, and spiritual healing of the believer. How many knows God wants you healed in every area of your life? Amen. He doesn't want you lacking in anything. And so, again, not one-third, two-thirds, three-thirds, the fullness of healing that God wants to bring. That's what he wants for us. And so we believe that's for the believer through the prayer faith. By the laying on of hands, it is provided for by the redemptive work of Christ and is a privilege to every member in the church today. That simply means this, Jesus paid for it. He's already purchased it. He's provided it, and it's for available for us today. And so we learned this. Last week, we learned a really cool word. It was a, it was a word called sozo. It was a, it's the word saved in Greek, salvation. So when we think about what being saved means, this is from Scripture, Romans 10, 13. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. So today, if you need salvation, what happens when you call on him? You shall get saved. You will be saved. He didn't say he might save you if he's in a good mood. Come on. I mean, if he feels like it today, if he's, you know, if the angels have done their job circling the throne, amen. No, if you call on him, he saves you. And that word sozo, salvation, that we see there is a fullness. It's to make us whole and heal us completely. Man, it breaks my heart, and I believe it breaks the heart of the Father when his people, man, are not walking in wholeness. And so, again, that's provided for us. And so, again, Jesus did this, paid for not just our sin, but our healing and our deliverance and freedom from all bondage. So today we're going to do this. We're going to pick right back up 
where we left off and keep building upon those things. And so as we look at this today, I, I, I was talking to someone, they were like, well, you know, like when we, we teach on certain areas, the enemy like attacks in those areas. And I'm like, man, he attacks in these areas whether we preach on it or not. You do know that. And I'm like, why not go ahead and equip somebody to, to fight that giant when it comes up in our face, know how to deal with it. So that's what we do. We don't pull back from these things. So today, let's kind of like flash back to the moment now prior to these things being said. Jesus makes a big statement. Let's look at what he does up until this moment. So today, I want to give you a few things, three today, that God gave me. And this is what's on my heart that I, I believe, again, in the area of healing. And number one is this, is first of all, we got to get this in our heart. God wants to heal. I mean, just, it's that simple. God wants to heal. Now, I did this, I, I like, and when he gives me these points, I just immediately, I pull out my phone, I put them in my notes first, go back and pray over them, and then make it to my pages later on. And, but when he gave me this, and I wrote this down, I went back and started thinking. I was like, man, the creator of heaven and earth wanting for something. Not mess with me for a minute. I was like, man, God, did I miss that? Do I need to come back and rephrase that? Did I, did I mess that up? But it was like, I just felt so clear that, man, when we think about this big sovereign God wanting something, I began to think about, man, th those that I know, situations, and even like today, my own children, man, I want things for them. Amen. But they've got to want it too. They've got to believe for that too. And so this is what I believe. I believe, man, God, God wants to heal. Like he is a way better father than us. He is a way better parent and he is so good. And I believe this is just his heart. We see it in scripture. We, we see that revealing of the nature and character of him through the person of Jesus. And again, that was God the Son, God come from heaven to earth for us. And so let's look at what Jesus does. Let's kind of go back a few passages, a few verses in Matthew chapter 9 before he makes that big statement. Verse 18, now Jesus, while he, was, he spoke these things to them, behold, a ruler came and worshiped him, saying, my daughter has just died. But come and lay your hand on her, and she will live. Come on, that's faith. Amen. That, that, that's a level of faith. Bro. I mean, that's, he had heard about what Jesus had been doing, and he makes this statement, she will live. So Jesus arose and followed him, and so did his disciples. I love it because we didn't see Jesus like, man, bro, dude, do you see me teaching? I mean, because this is serious. Think about this. Jesus up there teaching and speaking and declaring, saying things, and then faith is pulled from Jesus, and look at his response. Let's go. He gets up and moves on this faith, and so he get, begins to go. The disciples follow him, and then along the way, oh, man, I love the story. Along the way, it says, and suddenly a woman who had a flow of blood for 12 years we know this from previous and other gospels that men in those other gospels, she had spent all that she had had. She had been to doctors and physicians and she had given everything, was still 12 years struggling. But this is what it says. It says 12 years, she came from behind and touched the hem of his garment. Now, again, he didn't pray over her. He didn't do this over her. Man, she touched the hem of his garment. And for she has said to herself, if only I may touch his garment, I shall be made well. But Jesus turned around, and when he saw her, he said, be 
of good cheer, daughter. Now, I love this. That means that he could probably look at her and see that she was in fear, that she was struggling. Understand, again, the seriousness of this in this moment. Back in this day, again, the women were not in a position, in a place to be stepping out, doing what she did, but faith moved her. Amen. And I love this. She went against the norm. And it says that, man, he looks at her and he says, be of good cheer, daughter. Your faith has made you well. And the woman was made well from that hour. I mean, so again, 12 years she had been struggling and hurting, and one encounter with Jesus brings healing into her life. Come on, one moment with Jesus, one touch, not just him touching her, but her touching him. One moment with Jesus changed 12 years of struggle in her life. I'm telling you, somebody's going to get touched today and touched to him, and Jesus is going to heal you today. He's going to do it in this moment. Man, I love it. It's what he does. It's his heart. It's just what he wants to do. And because we go on, we see more about what Jesus wants to do. I love it. He keeps reading. Verse 23. When Jesus came into the ruler's house and saw the flute players and the noisy crowd wailing, he said to them, Make room, for the girl is not dead but sleeping. Come on, how many knows you need to make room for Jesus? Get rid of all the stuff that's, in, that's interfering with what Jesus wants to do in your life. Make room, get those things out of the house, out of the way, clean it up, get it out of the way so God can do what he wants to do. For, for the girl is not dead, but sleeping, and they ridiculed him. But when the crowd was put outside, he went in and took her by the hand, and the girl arose. And the report of this went out into all that land. Now, I love it. We just see what he wants to do in this story. Again, we see the picture of what God is and who he is, a revealing of his nature and character. Now, we believe this. We believe this is just the heart of the Father. Now, we will see God do this. We see God heal, in, and we, we believe in so many ways, but we believe there are three distinct ways that we see God heal, and I'm not opposed to any of them, by the way, okay? I'm open to all of them. However, he wants to heal I want him to, okay? And this is how. But first of all, it's cool. We see it again in a, in a physical sense. We'll see a lot of times that God will heal just by naturally how he created and designed our bodies. It's, that's cool, man. And it's amazing like where he created, designed you. Please never look in the mirror and hate what you see. I'm never looking at he, he He designed you, created you. You are so unique, man. The human being is so unique, and he, he made us and designed us. Now, I grew up, and I had parents. I had the shake-it-off parents in my house. I don't know if, you have a, if you've ever met a shake-it-off parent. I mean, I, I fall, bust my head up, bleeding out, amen. And my mom was like, shake it off, son. You got this, amen. <clears throat> you know, true story. Son, it's okay. It wasn't no, like, we, they didn't run. Like, we run to our grandbabies and grab them, hug them, and pray. No. Shake it off, man. I, I come in. We were playing football one day. Me and me and a bunch of kids from neighborhood, and I was an idiot. I, I didn't have shoes on, and I was out there playing. One of the guys stepped on my, my foot, true story, and, and three of my toes were, were broken, and they were turned around facing me. Some of y'all are like, Hang in there, man. All right. Hang in there. <clears throat> I know. I know. And they, true story, they were facing me. My nurse's friends are like, man, my goodness, your mama, hardcore. All right. I, I went in. I was like, crying. Mom, I need to go to the hospital. My, my toes are broken. And she grabbed a hold of them and she shook them and pulled them back around. <clears throat> don't mess with Agnes. She's still living, bro. She still don't play. 
she will still do that. True story. True story. True story. I had to shake it off, parents. But this is what happens. Sometimes, again, our body is created naturally to heal. I just believe that. It's cool. You know, also, again, that is a God-given thing. He's the one who created us. All right? Don't think, again, my immune system is better. No, if you got it, God gave that to you. Again, he gave us this gift. Naturally, he heals us that way. We also see God do this. We see him heal medically. Nothing wrong with that. Now, I don't prefer it. Because I don't like going to the doctor, amen? And I, I, I would just soon not to, but this okay. It's antibiotics, stitches, I mean, medical stuff, surgeries, all those things. That's okay. We're not opposed to those things. We're thankful for nurses and doctors and physicians. But we believe this. Any wisdom that they have, any knowledge that was given to them was God-given. He gave that. And when that healing happens through them, God was behind it all. Amen. We still believe this. That's where it comes from. If you have to sit down get counseling with someone somebody helps you through a process man God gives us that wisdom and it's okay nothing wrong with it but also we believe this and I love this one it's my favorite I love when he heals miraculously I'm all for that one man and I love when he does it and he heals us and we've seen him do it again story after story we've we've seen him do combinations of those things where, again, we had our, our student pastor was here first service, man, who had a kidney transplant two years ago. And, and we watched God use, man, and work through that situation. We have other liver, tra- I mean, we have just, we've seen it, man, where, again, God creates things, heals, uses multiple ways. But what's the source? God. We believe it's his heart and it's what he wants to do. And we see this here. We see when people come to Jesus and faith is being activated, it doesn't disturb him. It doesn't offend him. I mean, it excites him. And we watch it again, just be, release a healing in our life. So God does this. He wants to heal. Now, he doesn't stop there because the second one is this. God wants to heal you. I'm serious. you got to get, if you don't get anything else out of this series, please get this. Man, God wants to heal you. You watching at home, you in this room, you who's going to hear the podcast after it's posted later, he wants to heal you. And it's, it's, isn't it wild? It's sometimes easier to have faith for somebody else. Come on. Then, you know, you'll see it, man. And this is what I love about this church. Again, what we believe on healing. We'll jump in there, man, and we'll pray over you, and we're going to do it today, and we'll watch God move. But I want you to make this personal. I want you today in this series. Matter of fact, just put your hand right here on your chest, on your heart. Say, God wants to heal me. I'm talking about he did this for me. And listen, if you were the only one in the room right now, Jesus got on the cross and gave his life and wants to heal you. He wants to do every This is his heart. It's what he does. And we can see it because this is what happens in the scripture. As it keeps reading, verse 27, Matthew 9, when Jesus departed from there, two blind men followed him crying out and saying, Son of David, have mercy on us. And when he had come into the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? Now, listen, they they had heard the story. 
They had, had heard about what Jesus had done. Again, unable to see it physically, but they had heard about Jesus. I believe that's a cool picture of that faith comes by hearing. Amen. And they had just heard about what Jesus had done. And so, again, they hear about Jesus, and it builds up and releases a faith on the inside of them. And so when Jesus comes to them, he asks the question, Now, do you believe that I am able to do this? All right, you've heard about what I did for them. Do you believe I'm able to do this for you? you you've got to come to the place where you say, yeah, he can do this for me. He will do this for me because this is how he responds. They said to him, yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes saying, according to your faith, let it be to you. And their eyes were opened and Jesus sternly warned them saying, see that no one knows it. All right. Now we've learned this in our study of Luke, Batman. There, there will become a certain time where Jesus is ready to be revealed as the Messiah. Then he will begin the passion walk to where he gives his life on the cross for, for our sins. But in this moment, he's making a statement saying, it's not time yet for this. He's saying, so please see that no one knows it. All right. Now, I'm okay with these guys because, man, this is what happened. It says, but when they had departed... They spread the news about him in all that country. I'm like, man, you know if you've been touched by Jesus by what you're spreading. Come on. You know if you have encountered Christ by what you're telling others, by what you're saying, by what you're letting out. They could not keep it contained once they had been touched by Jesus. Amen. I believe that's still the answer today, and we still walk in that today. So we see this. Faith is just simply believing that God is able to do it for you. Come on, faith is just simply believing that God is able to do it for you. And so I love their response. They couldn't help themselves. All right, they had to, I can't help it. And so they just could not help it. So today, I love this, and I want to ask you this. Do you believe he can do this for you? Do you believe, again, not just your neighbor, that's cool, and that's good. Do you believe he can do it for you? Because a lot of times he wants us healed so we can go, and do it and heal others. He wants us free so we can go and walk, and we'll see in a moment, do that for others. And so, again, this is what we have to do. So we don't do this. We don't just settle and let the enemy have his way and play against us. We just don't allow the enemy to come, have his way, stand against us, and keep us down. I, I love something Smith Wigglesworth said. If you, if you don't know much about Smith, read Smith. <clears throat> he was a machine, man. Hardcore for the gospel, man. Miracle after miracle happened through this guy. But you got to understand something. He was attacked physically as God was using him to bring forth the miraculous. No, he didn't do this. He didn't stop and pull back. He kept believing and standing in faith that God would do this for him. And I love something that when he was asked, well, how are you feeling today? This was his response. He said, listen, I don't ask my body how it's feeling. I tell it how to feel. Come on, some of y'all need to tell this thing how to feel. And, and your words should not be to describe the situation. Your words should be given to change the situation. Amen. That's a guy who believed he could do it for him. And so we start saying it. Don't just saddle. A, a few weeks ago, like again, I told you last week, I could tell multiple, multiple stories of God healing personally in this house and people that I know. But a few weeks ago, I, I had I'd woken up on a Sunday morning. I always get up early, like to go down, just put the coffee on, sit there, pray, 
clear all my, make sure everything's where it's supposed to be, in line, in tune. And then I woke up and got out of the bed, and I was trying my best to walk down the stairs, and I had so much pain in my knee. I'm talking about, I mean, it hurting. Barely made it down the stairs. Barely made it put the coffee on. And uh, I've had it injured my knee. And so I've been told that medically um, I need to get something done about it. But like I said, I don't prefer that method. And so um, uh, I prefer the other. And so I'm standing in faith and belief. And, and true story. And again, I got in there, put the coffee, got there, and pulled out my stuff and was hurting so much. And I was like, I'm not putting up with this. I just, I said, I'm, I'm not putting up with this. And man, I put my hand on my own knee and I, I, and I began to speak healing over that knee and declaring it. And before the coffee got made, man, my knee was healed. Got up, preached Sunday morning and got out and did what I needed to do. Why, man? Because again, God wants to heal me and he wants to heal you. It's just what he does. It's his heart. And finally this morning is this, God wants to heal through you. He wants to heal through you. Now, again, our well-known passage, the well-known quote that what Jesus said here about, man, this great harvest field. I want you to see it today in now in the context and the light that which it was spoken. I had always for so many years looked at that and thought that that was just a thing that God wanted us to do to have church, preach the gospel, and all those things. And it's true. He wants us to do that. But now, the next part of the passage that we see in the, in, the, in the text today, after seeing God heal, God heal, God heal, somebody came into him with a demon. What happened? Got healed, got set free. This is now the moment that he makes this declaration. Just let it set for a second. Because, again, I, I, I looked a long time, and I was looked out there, man, all these people, man, who are, who, who are going to hell and don't know Jesus, man, this harvest field is ready. And that is true. Who's he calling to do it? Us. Me and you. But when he made the statement, and what did he make the statement after? After he healed that one, that one, that one, that one, that one set free. And then he looks out and he says, the Bible says, this great multitude of people were out there. And it says that his heart was moved with compassion. And then he makes this statement to his disciples. This again, verse 37 again from our main text. The harvest truly is plentiful. But the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. When did he say this? Now, again, it's like that movie again. We've seen that scene. Now we see what happened and led up to this very moment that Jesus makes this declaration of faith. He says this over and he speaks this word to them. Now we see this again in our study of Luke and what we saw Jesus do there. We watched in that deep study for almost two years in the book of Luke. We watched Jesus heal, set free, deliver, signs, wonders, miracles. It followed Jesus. It's just what he did. It's who he was. He was in, the Bible says in Acts that he was anointed by God to go forth, do these things. This is what we see happen here. And we see the same progression in the Gospel of Matthew. After he makes this statement, he's done all of these miracles. He's set all these people free. He looks out and he sees all the multitude of people. 
I hope we can see this, man. I hope when we look out at those that are around us, we see the needs in their life. I hope, man, when we leave here and go out and we go into the workplace, the, the restaurant, wherever it may be, let's look out and let's look at the situation and let's be moved with compassion like Jesus and then actually do what Jesus said because this was his plan. I love it. You see the same progression in Matthew. We see now after he makes this statement, this is what Jesus had lined up. He had every plan in place. It says that he pulls those 12 disciples together he pulls the apostles together, and then he releases to them the authority and the power to go and do what he just did. Now, it's because, again, the Bible says that Jesus says it's important for you. It's, it's better for you that I leave because, man, there's one. And, I don't, again, I don't believe in those three years of ministry that Jesus was doing ministry in the public. Again, that that was the only healings that were supposed to take place because he had a plan in place. The plan has never changed. It was to pour into his people to go do the work that he began. And so we watch this happen. Now, I love this. He brings those 12 disciples together. He gives them the power to go forth. He sends them out, and they go do it. And it was like, oh, dude, that was awesome. I, I, I'm telling you, it's incredible. And God wants to heal through you. And then he does this. He says this in the very next, next one, Matthew chapter 10. Turn to page. In Matthew chapter 10, verse 8, this is what Jesus said to his disciples. Heal the sick. <laughs> heal the sick. Not like, hey, I'm going to heal the sick. Now, I know this is, I don't want to mess with, somebody mess up their theology, and I don't want to mess with your mind too much. I ain't, I'm, I'm, that's not my goal. And, I, and I, that's not saying, again, that we are the ones who, again, who have the power, and it's us, and it's with it. No, no, no. God wants to heal. He wants to heal you, but he wants to heal through you. Because this is what he said. He went out and said, heal the sick. <laughs> Do it. And like, I'm telling you, it's incredible. It's, it's so much fun when you see God do something and, and heal somebody. And again, we know, again, that healedness, that fullness, all areas. Don't, don't limit, again, how God wants to heal. Don't put it in a box, man. You see somebody hurting in any way, the answer is Jesus. And so, again, heal the sick. He said, cleanse the lepers. Again, we saw that story last week in Matthew 8 where, again, that leopard who came to him, so many people had pushed them away. They, they didn't want to touch them, didn't want to be around them. And Jesus does this. He healed the leper. And he said to his disciples, do the same thing. He said, raise the dead. I'm, man, I'm telling you, I still believe I'm going to get to see that happen. Come on, I still believe I'm going to see that take place physically. Now, again, we get to see it again. We believe, again, as Christians, we don't lose, and we have eternity with Christ. We're healed forever. I believe it's going to happen, and we're going to see that happen. I, I told Pastor Harry, man, I was believing for that. And he told me, he said, when I pass away, don't bring me back. All right? <laughs> True story. Amen. He said, you, you better not bring me back. <laughs> Amen. And I, I, I understand. But this was a little girl in this story. This was, again, a, there was a need for there, man. Lazarus was out of work to do. We see stories now, again, I love it. Raise the dead. Cast out demons. Why would he tell us to do that? First of all, because he did it. And he saw the freedom that it brings. 
for the person who gets set free and the person who walks in that authority. Man, it's beautiful. And then he says this. He said, freely you have received, freely give. I think, unfortunately, sadly, a lot of people aren't giving because they haven't received yet. And the answer is this. Receive what's available to you today so that you can do this. You can walk in the fullness of what God has for you. I'm going to ask you to stand. And, and just once you stand, again, hear these words. Heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you have received. Freely give. Freely you have received. Freely give. What does that mean this morning? First of all, freely for you today, for, the, for you this morning, whatever you need to receive from him is paid for. It's free to you. We receive it. And his heads are bowed, eyes are closed, if you would. I want to ask this question this morning. And, oh, man, again today at 9 a.m., just God at work. And just on our hearts, and again, he steals so many that he wants to heal today. Oh, man, today, it's you if you're hurting. It's you if you're in need of a Savior. It's you if you're struggling emotionally. It's you he wants to heal. So first of all, I just want to ask this this morning. Listen, if you need healing, it could be physically, emotionally, spiritually, whatever it may be, or there's someone close to you that you're praying for and believing for a healing for right now. If you are someone close to you, you need healing right now. Any area, God wants you healed and whole. The salvation that comes through the purchase payment of what Jesus did. If you need healing or someone close to you, just lift up your hand. High to heaven as you can get it. Just raise them up high. Raise them up high. Yeah, many hands. Listen, God's not worried right now. We're not either. We get to. This means, again, with compassion, he's looking out over you right now. With compassion, he's wanting to move in your life. Yeah, God bless you. Who else? Just raise it up high. Yeah, just raise it up high. Yeah, God bless you. Could be any area. I'm going to ask you to do something in faith right now. I'm going to ask you to do it in faith. We see it. We see what it does in Scripture. Everyone who comes to Jesus, what he does for them, we see him work and move when faith is released. It doesn't worry him. It doesn't bother him. Come on. So right now, if you've lifted up your hand, I want you to do this as quickly as you can. Step out from where you're at and just begin to come. Just find you a place in this front. We're getting ready to do this. We're getting ready to see God heal you. And then for those of you who don't have a need right now, God's going to heal through you. Because that's his heart. It's who he is. And so as you come, you can kneel, you can stand, however, whichever way you feel more comfortable. You at home right now, listen, if you have a need right now, we today, we're getting ready to pray and believe and God's going to work and move. I just trust him in that. Come on, I trust him in that right now. Yeah, many needs, many folks today have just have a need in their life. Any healing at all you need in your life, he is the healer. Faith family, listen, God now wants to do this. If you're not here with a need, God wants to heal through you. What, 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 it's not my gift. It's not my, now listen, according to scripture, this is what he's called his disciples, people who follow him to do. Walk in that. So listen, I want you to do something. I want you to do something. I want you to step out today from where you're at. And I want every person in this altar to have somebody just agreeing and praying over them and watching what God does right now. So just begin to step out and move right now. Yeah, just step out and move. In just a moment, the worship team is going to minister in song. 
But listen, just step out before this thing right now. Just come. Yeah. God, listen, again, God wants to heal you. So first of all, listen, get clear in your heart that God wants to heal. That's, again, that's, that's just who, that's his heart. It's his nature, his character. Learn why last week. It's one of his names. Make it personal that he wants to heal you. And if you're here praying for someone else, God wants to heal through you right now. Be open to this. Now, I want you to pray the prayer of faith over them. I want you to begin to pray and release. And I'm going to ask you to do something different this morning. Once you get finished praying, I'm going to ask everybody, if they would, to just remain in the altars. Because we have a special just uh, need that we're going to pray over as a family at the end of this service. And so I'm going to ask you, if you would, to just stay in the altars today as a family. We're going to gather and pray over a special need. But right now, prayer team, here for prayer, to be prayed for, to be, be used by God. Yeah, just begin right now. Pray the prayer of faith. Yeah, thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Come on, there's nothing he can't do. Come on, there's nothing he can't do. He's, he's nothing he can't do. Thank you, Father. Thank you again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you today. If you need prayer or a lot to support this ministry through giving, stop by faithrenewed.org. <laughs>